Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Encourage you to go give us a five-star review. Danny G is reading them. Roll them out there. Make us laugh. Make us cry. Just make us feel something. And by us, I mean Danny G. Go give us a five-star review today. Thank you in advance. And we got a loaded program for you. First hour, Frank Isola rolling through with us. Then we will talk Dr. David Chow in the third hour. Jeff Schwartz swings by in the second all breaking down NFL and college football-related stories, in particular what we saw last night from the Ravens and the Steelers, plus the Big Ten, what in the world is going to happen. I'll tell you the latest I'm hearing. All that and more, it'll be OutKick, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern is when we're on live. Go give us five stars, and the podcast begins now. OutKick the coverage with Clay Travis, live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We begin with a rarity. Wednesday afternoon football in the NFL a lot of you probably kind of forgot about it. Maybe you flip on your television. You're like, wait a minute, there's a there's an NFL game on? Maybe you look down, a buddy was texting you and uh, reminding you that this game was going on. And it was ugly. I mean, the Steelers played really, really, I thought, poorly. Dropped a lot of first down passes. But really, this game was never in doubt. The Ravens, not surprisingly, with RG3, were a pale approximation of the team that they usually are with Lamar Jackson. But for a late, awful angle that was taken by the Steelers on a relatively routine 
12 or 13 yard pass that turned into a 70 yard touchdown and a fumbled punt, which had no business being fumbled. The Ravens really never moved the ball at all. They couldn't throw it other than the big play late. And the Steelers had a lot of opportunities to completely put this game away and win in a blowout. But instead, they hold on to win by five. And I think the big question that is out there, and many people are asking this as we get ready for uh, the final five games of the NFL season coming down the stretch run, we're almost 75% finished with the regular season. And in fact, we will be after next week's game, 75% finished with the regular season. Are the Steelers at 11-0 and a favorite in the AFC or even a favorite in the NFL to win the Super Bowl? And I think the answer is no. I don't think the Steelers are anywhere near as good as the Kansas City Chiefs. If you told me right now, because I am a Titans fan, I'll be going to the Titans-Browns game this weekend, Clay, your team is going to play in the postseason either on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers or on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs because right now those two teams are one and two in the AFC. Which would you prefer? I can't imagine anyone out there right now saying, I would prefer to go on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. I, the, the Steelers, to me, even though they are 11-0, this was their sixth win by a touchdown or less. I respect how good Ben Roethlisberger uh, is. I certainly respect the overall wide receiver depth that the Pittsburgh Steelers have, but they aren't great at running the football, and they're probably going to play a fairly tight game against anybody that they meet up against in the postseason. And I don't see the engine of offensive excellence that the Kansas City Chiefs have and the ability that the Chiefs have to just take over a game and dominate because of Patrick Mahomes. And so even though the Chiefs have lost a game, and I understand Raider fans out there like, well, we match up pretty well, okay, Nobody is going to match up great with the Kansas City Chiefs. Doesn't mean the Chiefs couldn't lose. Anything can happen in an NFL game. But Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback by far in the NFL, and I just don't see any way imaginable that the Steelers should be considered the favorite over the Kansas City Chiefs. And we'll give you top five, bottom five a little bit later in the show. Uh, But that is my kind of big takeaway there from the Steeler perspective. On the on the Ravens, look, the Ravens are now 6-5. and five, And I know Lamar Jackson didn't play in this game. And so it's not fair to, uh, to, to necessarily categorize this loss as in any way related to him. But since their defeat in the divisional round of the playoffs last year against the Titans... The Baltimore Ravens are 6-6. Six and six. Think about that for a minute. As dominant as the Ravens were last year, when they were the number one overall seed, when down the stretch run of the season, nobody could beat them. Lamar, Alex, uh, Lamar Jackson, well, Lamar Alexander. Lamar Alexander is a Tennessee senator. Lamar Jackson is one of, the, uh, one of the greatest seasons we've ever seen posted by any individual playmaker. And since that loss in the postseason, the Ravens are 6-6. Six and six. 
that's a sign that people are starting to figure out in a big way what exactly is going on with your offense and that there's not a lot of bells and whistles that are confusing people. Six and six in their last 12. Now, the Ravens' schedule gets theoretically quite a bit easier down the stretch run of this season. So they should go ahead and change the narrative pretty easily, beginning with the Cowboys on Tuesday. They don't play again until Tuesday, six days off until a uh, night game against the Cowboys on Tuesday. Then the Ravens go on the road against the Browns. That's a game that, frankly, the Ravens should be able to win. They already beat the Browns once this year. Then they get the Jags. Okay, that should be a win. Then they get the Giants. Should be a win. And then they go on the road against the Bengals. So, there's a decent chance that the Ravens can win their final five and start to get back a little bit of that mojo, start to get a little bit more excited. And four out of five, I would think, should be the minimum to get you to 10 and six. But there should be some nervousness, I think, overall among Raven fans about what is to come exactly. As for the Steelers, they get the Washington football team on Monday, uh, another afternoon game. That should be a win, but it's going to be incredibly low scoring. And the Washington football team is playing much better down the stretch run of the season than they were early in the year. Then we get this epic Bills game for the Steelers, which I think the Bills will put everything into. Uh, It is a Sunday night football game. That is a make sure that you are sitting down ready to watch that one. Then we get the Bengals. Then we get the Colts. And then they finish with the Browns. I don't feel like there's much of a chance of the Steelers going 16-0. and But again, I think the larger issue is as good as Mike Tomlin has been, and I think, by the way, he should be the unquestioned NFL coach of the year. As good as Mike Tomlin has been, I think the Chiefs are a much better choice than uh, the, uh, than the, than the, uh, than the Steelers are. I just think that the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now, and I can't imagine anybody out there listening who, if they had to choose, like I'm saying I had to choose, let's say the Titans win the AFC South and get to host a home playoff game, I would much rather them be the four seed and go on the road against the the Steelers in the next round of the playoffs than I would them be the three seed and go on the road against the Chiefs in the next round of the playoffs in, uh, in, in terms of the larger landscape of the NFL playoffs. All right, that is where we are right now with the Wednesday night football game as we head towards the next week in the NFL. Now, other big story that is out there is surrounding the Big Ten and what is going to go on with the Big Ten and in particular with... Ohio State. There's a lot of controversy on Tuesday night when Kirk Herbstreet came out and said that he thought there was a decent chance Michigan might end up canceling on Ohio State the final week of the regular season, meaning next week. Well, yesterday, Michigan came out and said, we're not going to be able to play against Maryland because of COVID issues, meaning that Kirk Herbstreet was about a day in advance in terms of his story 
when he talked about Michigan's COVID-related issues. Now, Herbstreet apologized for questioning whether Michigan might be in favor of not playing against Ohio State. But what I have been told is there is a mad scramble inside of the Big Ten to try to get this rectified. And let me explain exactly what I mean. Uh, Based on conversations that I had yesterday with people in and around the Big Ten Conference, they are trying desperately to potentially find another opponent for Ohio State next week if Michigan is not able to play. In other words, can they draft another uh, opponent for uh, for Ohio State so the Buckeyes could get to six wins and or at least play a sixth game. So, so if you look ahead at the games that are scheduled in the Big Ten, is there a way to draft another opponent so that there isn't this idea of having the season canceled if Ohio State is unable to play? It's an interesting question because again, I am told Ohio State is desperate to play this weekend against Michigan State and that the nervousness is next week about whether or not Michigan is going to be able to play. So is it possible as you look forward for potentially another game in the Big Ten to be scheduled for Ohio State? Could they shift around opponents So even if Michigan has to cancel, there's somebody for Ohio State to play. Why is that important? The Buckeyes need to get to six games in order to be eligible to play in the Big Ten Championship game. If that were not possible, I am also told that the athletic directors are already discussing the possibility of changing the rule so that Ohio State could go to the Big Ten championship game even if they were only able to play five football games. So what would need to happen in order for that rule to be changed? Well, you would need the Big Ten athletic directors who control the rules as to who is eligible for a uh, Big Ten championship game. You would need them to alter those rules in order to allow Ohio State and, frankly, potentially Wisconsin to be able to play in the Big Ten title game. And there is some possibility that could occur. Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio State, is working furiously behind the scenes to see if they can get the votes to alter the rules for who ends up in the Big Ten title game. Now, in addition to... To all of that, there was also some positive news that came down that could impact the world of sports related to CDC guidelines. They now have said if you are exposed to COVID and you are contact traced instead of a 14-day quarantine, the new rule is 7 to 10 days and 7 days is all that's required if you post a negative test. And so the Big Ten, which has a 21-day quarantine, is now having their health uh, committee meet. And there is the possibility that they could revise their quarantine-related terminology, 
which right now uh, requires 21 days in the in the event of a positive test, back down substantially as it pertains to contact tracing and positive tests. And by the way, this is something that could could work in the favor of all athletics and all sports because one of the big issues that college athletics has had is not the positive test that players have posted. It is the contact tracing connected to the positive test. In order, in other words, if a uh, defensive back tests positive and then he's been on an airplane flight with his other defensive back teammates and they've been sitting together, well, the players might have to sit out for 14 days who were in close contact with the player who tested positive. How do you reconcile that? How do you adjust it? Well, the CDC's new guidelines make that quarantine potentially only need to last a week as opposed to lasting for 14 days or the Big Ten having this crazy 21-day process whenever anyone tests positive. All of that is being examined as well. So we are really dealing with a crazy situation in college athletics, particularly in football, without any precedent before where rules are and schedules and everything else are literally be, being rewritten on a week-by-week basis. And if you look at the overall uh, situation, the ACC recently just wiped out their uh, their games for Notre Dame and for Clemson next week on December 12th in order to try to help them in getting two different spots in the college football playoff. We'll see whether the SEC decides to do the same. It seems like, based on comments made yesterday by athletic by uh, by the commissioner, Greg Sankey, that that is not going to happen. But it's certainly a story worth following. Everything going on in the Big Ten, all that drama as we come down the stretch run of the season. All right, when we come back, we will be joined by uh, Frank Isola, who is with uh, ESPN and also with Sirius XM. We will discuss that with him. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Joined now by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. He is at Sirius XM as well as ESPN. Appreciate him hanging out with us. Frank, I started off the show talking about this uh, this situation based on the Steelers winning a crazy Wednesday afternoon football game. They're 11-0, but I feel like the Chiefs are a lot better. You agree or disagree about the best team in the NFL? Yeah, and that was not a well-played game. Yesterday. No, not at all. Every, whenever the Chiefs lose, and it's only happened one time this year, to me it's a shock. And I still think that Mahomes, you know, if you give him a chance at the end of a game with less than two minutes to go, I was thinking like of the greatest quarterbacks in like, uh, you know, the two-minute drill. Montana, Kenny Stabler way back when was great at it. Brady, this guy, I, I can't believe this early in his career – He's that good at it. I They could beat the Chiefs. You almost have to play a flawless game. You obviously have to keep him 
off the field and you it's almost like you can't give him the ball back with you know maybe more than 30 seconds to go and less than 80 yards because somehow some way he I to me I, I would almost go for it most of the time if I were the Chiefs on fourth down I'm so confident that he's either going to throw a short pass or he'll, he'll be able to run for a first down I, I give the Steelers credit I think it would take the perfect game for them to beat them but I don't know. It's just hard to see anybody beating Kansas City. The way that I think you have to beat the Chiefs is you have to have a really good pass rush from your front four. And yep. by the way, the Steelers lost one of their great defensive ends, uh, Dupree. It appears that in his, uh, in his, I think he was a uh, – a uh, guy who got franchise tagged, I believe. He was scheduled to be an, an unrestricted free agent next year, in theory. He's now out for the season, reportedly, with a torn ACL. And obviously, you've got Watt on the other side. So that aspect of the Steelers, I like. But you also have to be able to consistently run the ball, it seems to me. Because to your point, keeping the ball away from Patrick Mahomes, you need a, a situation like a Derrick Henry. Not to say the Titans can beat him, because the Titans don't have a pass rush. But you need that combo, a really good pass rush with your front four and a you know bruising running back that can really kind of take control of the game and keep the ball out of the other opponent's side. And then you need him to turn the ball over a couple of times, which Patrick Mahomes has almost not done at all. So you need a couple of fluky fumbles, maybe a fumbled punt, something like that in order to give your team a chance to beat the Chiefs. And that's why I think the Chiefs have to be a prohibitive favorite now as we're looking ahead, not to say they can't lose, but compared to the Steelers, who it wouldn't stun me if they lost to anybody in the playoffs, I'd be pretty stunned if the Chiefs lost. Yeah, and if you go back to last season when Houston did beat, went went into Kansas City, and they beat the Chiefs, they did it by just they they ran the ball a lot. They you know the time of possession was heavily in the favor of the Houston Texans. I mean, obviously right now, Pittsburgh is set up to play a home game. I, I still find it hard to believe they can go 16-0. and But I think playing that game at home could be an advantage. You're going to be playing in cold weather, which could control Mahomes just a little bit. Again, it's just going to take the per- – every time I watch that guy play, I'm just blown away by how good he is at, at such a young age. And he just seems – the game just seems to come so easy to him, and he never seems rattled. And I'm just like, whenever he gets sacked or there is a turnover, I'm actually surprised by it because I always expect them to somehow to figure out a way to march his team down the field and get a touchdown or to throw the ball about 50 yards in the air and have Tyreek Hill uh, end up on the receiving end of it and, you know, jogging backward for a touchdown. You know, the guys don't play against each other, the Steelers and the Chiefs, and I don't think home field advantage is going to matter anywhere near as much as it typically does because obviously we're not going to have full stadiums. But, I mean, there's a possibility here of the Steelers going 15-1 and and the Kansas City Chiefs going 15-1, and right? If you look down the stretch yeah. run of the season. And then who gets that number one overall bye, assuming that we're going to have a bye, because it's also possible that the way this thing is shaken out, they're going to have to cancel some games and we're going to end up with eight different teams in the AFC and the NFC as uh, the result if they're not able to play the full and complete season. Do you think we're going to have to, cha- uh, to to cancel any games, or do you think the NFL is going to stay on schedule? Obviously, so far, even though it's a little bit wacky and we had a Wednesday afternoon game, the NFL is still roughly on schedule, but bye weeks are gone now, so you don't have the same flexibility that you did earlier in the schedule uh, for teams that might not be able to play. 
Yeah, I look at what happened just with this game that we're talking about with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. The fact that it got, you know, we, we thought they'd play on Thursday night. I wish they did. The game was so poorly played yesterday, last night. They just should have played it, or yesterday afternoon. They should have played on Thanksgiving, even with Baltimore missing so many players. I, it's, it's clear that the NFL doesn't want to do that. They don't want to have any of these games postponed. They want to kind of forge ahead and try to get it over with. They're willing to move a game to Wednesday, which is which is just the craziest thing just to get it over and done with. So I, I think that that clearly has to be the plan. You know, one other thing about Pittsburgh, which, you, which we, which a lot of people don't mention, because I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is like a favorite, maybe a fan favorite of a lot of people, except if you're in Pittsburgh. How about the year that he's having? I mean, the guy's getting up there in age. The guy's coming back from a major injury. I Man, I know he's not the same quarterback that he was, but the guy knows how to win. I, I got to give him credit. You know, he, he still finds a way to win. Even at the even at the age that he is right now, yeah, there's no doubt. Um, all right, we got all sorts of craziness going on in the Big Ten. I started off my show talking about the latest that I'm hearing from talking to people inside the Big Ten. It is that there is a discussion about changing the rules for Ohio State to allow them into the Big Ten <laughs> title game, which is kind of crazy, right? The athletic directors in the Big Ten can vote to change the eligibility rules that would allow Ohio State to theoretically be able to get into the Big Ten title game. Fair or foul for the Big Ten to do that, primarily to benefit Ohio State? Tony Kornheiser has been saying this for months now, that they will figure out a way if Ohio State doesn't play, what is it, the six games that they have to play? That's right. That they would find a way to still get them in the Big Ten championship game because I think the Big Ten athletic directors and the, the commissioner, they figure the best chance for us to get a team to be in the college the only chance playoff. at this point. Exactly, it's for be Ohio State. Because last week, uh, you know, on Saturday, I sat and watched your Vanderbilt uh, squad. Yes. Then I watched my. Then I watched the second half of my son's school, Northwestern. And after the after both those games, I said maybe I'll never watch college football again. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> those were those were two tough teams to watch. Now listen, Vanderbilt has an excuse; they're not good to begin with. But Northwestern. It's was a tough loss. Going into, they were going at the Big Ten. Yes, is not that good this year in football, and that's why Ohio State is clearly the best team. There's nobody is going to beat them, but if they don't get the right amount of games, I think it's going to happen. They're going to figure out a way to get this team in the championship game because they want them playing in the college football playoff. It's not. I think a lot of people are going to be screaming. I don't necessarily. It's not going to be people in the Big Ten. It's going to be people in the SEC and conference. Cincinnati's going to be screaming. The other team in Ohio is going to be screaming when they when they see that well it's it's amazing because we're basically rewriting everything nothing is written in pen it's all written in pencil and just getting erased as we go on and the ACC is a good example because suddenly Notre Dame doesn't have to go to Wake Forest on December 12th and Clemson doesn't have to make up their game against Florida State they just wiped it out gave both of those teams a bye week two weeks to get ready for the ACC championship game Right now, there are reports that Liberty may have some COVID-related issues, uh, the Hugh Freeze's Liberty team, and might not be able to play against Coastal Carolina. College game day is going down to Myrtle Beach to be there for, in theory, that game. And now, on the fly, there is talk that Coastal Carolina may play against BYU uh, in a battle of undefeated teams that would be scheduled. I mean, we're sitting here on Thursday and it's possible that that game is going to be need to rescheduled on the fly. So for everybody out there who was ripping BYU, uh, you know this the, the the Cougars are trying to do whatever they can to get an additional game to put themselves into the college football playoff mix. 
and congratulations to Coastal Carolina as well uh, because they would be, you know, sort of on the fly finding an opponent. And I would imagine that there's quite a bit of difficulty and difference in compared to comparison to playing against Liberty to suddenly pivoting and playing against BYU. Yeah, and I, I still think ultimately that's what, why can't you just have eight teams eventually just playing a college football playoff? To me, the more the merrier. The ninth, 10th, and 11th team are going to be upset, but I just think it, it's a way to kind of let some of these good stories get in there. You allow, you know, you get Cincinnati in a college football playoff, or maybe BYU or Coastal Carolina. People like that. Would those teams, you know, win three games? I, I tend to doubt that they would. But it, it's something which would make it a lot more exciting. It would, you know, make it for more of the conferences. Because think about it. The SEC, as you know, is so good. You know, Florida State, uh, I'm sorry, Florida, Texas A&M, you know, so someone is going to get jobbed over here. They just yeah. are because they're going to they're they're try to spread the wealth a little bit. They're going to try to make it more regionalized to get certain schools in there. And it's just not fair. These teams that have these terrific seasons, and they're going to get looked over, and it, it's all because I think going into the season, a lot of us would have thought, yeah, Clemson, Alabama, those are two right off the top. Ohio State would be the third. And then who's going to be your fourth team? And this year it's going to be Notre Dame. 2020 has been so insane that some stories I feel like totally get overlooked in terms of how absurd they are. Right now in Santa Clara County in California, you've got the 49ers – moving to Arizona, Stanford going to Washington and Oregon State uh, to play games, and you also have San Jose State going to Hawaii to play a game because they are (laughs) prohibited from playing inside of that county. How absolutely insane is it that three different teams inside of the same county are going to be in three different states going forward at a minimum, two really in the case of uh, Stanford, rather than be able to play at home. It, it seems to defeat the whole purpose because now you're putting everybody on a plane. And That's right. Traveling. Now, now, listen, if it were me, I wouldn't mind going to Hawaii for a little while, especially at this time of the year, get some nice weather. Yeah. But it makes no sense. And that's why I think the, um, you know, the Golden State Warriors, they're going to start their season on the road, which for them is probably fortunate because they could be in a situation too where they could actually be in a lockdown situation in uh, in San Francisco, it, it makes absolutely no sense. You knew the NFL was going to was going to uh, be able to adjust because they want to get these games over with, and it's not going to be great for uh, the Forty ers I guess they were also thinking about going to Texas to play at Jerry's place, Jerry Jones's Jerry Jones World. I I don't get it at all. I don't understand. I don't understand how you watch some of the games. There's fans in the stand. You watch yes. some of the games. There's cardboard cutouts in the stand. I don't. Uh, I don't understand it from stadium to stadium, state to state. It doesn't make any sense. To me. I'm going to the Browns Titans game this weekend. I'll be sitting in the stand, and you know, in the stands. It'll be the fourth different NFL game I've gone to in my hometown of Nashville. But yes, if you're in California, we've got teams fleeing. And before all is said and done, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the state of California is not allowing the Rams and the Chargers, yep. as well as USC and. Uh, and uh, and yep. and UCLA yeah. to play, right? I mean, and by the state of California, I mean initially LA County, and then maybe also it's spreading to Gavin Newsom in the state of California. All right, we got a little bit of a trade uh, that, that that caught the world by storm and had a lot of uh, interest in terms of uh, NBA fans reacting. And uh, I don't really think it changed anything. 
I'm curious what you think as a guy who's covered the NBA for a long time. Russell Westbrook is getting shipped from uh, Houston all the way uh, up to the Wizards. The Wizards are shipping John Wall, who's been injured over the last couple of years, down to Houston. Both fan bases, uh, you know, reacted excitedly just because uh, it's a big news story. But to me, the Rockets still aren't very good and the Wizards still aren't very good. And I guess I would prefer maybe the Rockets side of the equation because at least they got rid of Russell Westbrook. But neither one of these teams feels like a legitimate championship contender to me in any way. Well, both teams, uh, they traded guys that make a crazy amount of money. Like their contracts are impossible to deal with. My my thing about Westbrook going to Washington is Westbrook, to me, is a bigger star than John Wall. He's been an MVP in the league. He's had a couple of seasons where he's averaged a triple-double. I think from star appeal, he's a bigger name. Remember, John Wall has not played. Now, think about this. He has not played an NBA game since December 26th of 2018. Yeah, it's crazy. He's almost coming on two full years of not playing an NBA game. And remember this too, Clay, John Wall's never been out of the second round. In the moment of truth, when I think it was against the Celtics and you know Isaiah Thomas, he was terrible in the second half of that game seven, which would have put him in his first ever conference finals. Russell Westbrook has been to a finals, been to the conference finals a couple of times. I get it. Listen, he's not, you know. Not since Durant, though. I get it. Yeah. He's going to drive you nuts at some of the stuff you do. But let me ask you this. If you had to pay who would you rather pay to see play, Russell Westbrook or John Wall? I yeah. still think most people would rather see Westbrook play. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And it'll be interesting to see how he does. But he's also now developed kind of this toxic personality because he's gone from Oklahoma City, where he obviously had a long tenure, to Houston, relatively short-lived, and now to D.C. And I think the big takeaway is there was talk about him being traded, about Harden being traded, about maybe the uh, the balance of power shifting in some way. That hasn't happened, at least with this trade, I think it's fair to say. No, I, I think you're right about that. But he'll also have the ball in his hands a little bit more. When he was in Oklahoma City, he was good. He was actually good with those young players because he, he plays hard. He plays all the time. He holds guys accountable. To me, John Wall, like when you haven't played in two years and you're coming off a, a knee and Achilles, that's something that's tough to come back from. I mean, I know everyone says that he looks great, and then he had that quote. If you remember over the summer, I feel I'm 110 percent, and then but but I'm not going to go play in the bubble. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, you haven't played in two years, and you could have gone down and played, but you, I'm going to put it off until uh, next December. I don't know. It's, I just don't think to me Westbrook is still more of a serious player. I look at it that way. Good stuff as always, Frank Isola. We will talk to you uh, next week. Thanks, Mike. That's Frank Isola at the Frank Isola, Sirius XM and ESPN. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We roll through the Thursday edition of the program. Want to bring in the crew. Do you think the Big Ten should change the rules in favor of Ohio State in the event the Buckeyes do not play the league minimum number of games to be eligible for the Big Ten championship game? Right now, that number is six. It's been thrown into question because Michigan's not going to be able to play against Maryland this weekend. Uh, as the Big Ten deals with COVID-related cancellations, and there's the possibility they won't be able to play against Ohio State next weekend. What do you think, Danny G? Should they change the rules to allow 5-0 and Ohio State, if necessary, to be able to play in the Big Ten title game? If that's what it takes, 
even Wisconsin's AD Barry Alvarez yesterday said our league can't keep them from having the opportunity. I I saw that quote, but let's be honest, that also could be a little bit self-serving because it would help Wisconsin, which is where Barry (laughs) Alvarez is in the event that Northwestern lost another football game. You were talking about they should just be able to schedule another game. That makes the most sense. If they can. Here's the complicating factor on rescheduling games. You have to get, like voluntarily, you would need somebody to give up the game that they have scheduled right now. And also for there to be other cancellations. So somebody might have an easier opponent, right? And and, and I, I haven't broken down every week of action for December 12th, but you can understand why, let's say, if Northwestern has got a game that they think is a lot easier to win that they don't necessarily want to change that game to end up with a more difficult potential opponent. Um, So that's the complicating factor in terms of adjusting the schedules on the fly is some teams are going to say, wait a minute, why should I adjust my schedule in favor of Ohio State if it makes my life more difficult than it otherwise would be in terms of who they are scheduled to play, right? Like right now, Northwestern in the final week of the season is scheduled to play against Illinois. If I'm Northwestern, do I want to switch to a more difficult team than Illinois? Probably not uh, in the event that Ohio State is not able to, uh, to, to play against Michigan. So I wonder how many teams would be willing to make that switch if they don't benefit. What do you think, Dub? Should they make the switch? in the conference rules? I think they should. And I think one factor that we haven't mentioned is who's going to watch a game between Indiana with their starting quarterback now out for the season against potentially Northwestern in the Big Ten title game. I mean, no one is going to watch that game because everyone knows the best team in the conference isn't even playing in that game. So they're going to find a way to get Ohio State involved in the Big Ten championship game. That way they can be represented in the college football playoff, even though I believe – even if Ohio State doesn't play in the Big Ten title game, they're one of the four best teams in the nation. I don't think there's any argument about that, and they should be in the college football playoff. What's interesting is I have heard that they may stage a shadow Big Ten conference championship game between Ohio State and Wisconsin, even if those two teams are not eligible to play in the Big Ten championship game. In other words, I've even heard they could play uh, on that that Friday potentially beforehand or so that would help to alleviate some of the issues with the Big Ten title game if it ended up being Indiana going up uh, against a team like Northwestern by the way how would a school like Indiana vote Michael Penix Jr. the injury obviously is unfortunate for them to lose their quarterback but it would still be a hugely massive deal for the Indiana football program to be able to advance to the Big Ten title game. I can't imagine that Indiana Hoosier fans or certainly the athletic director there is going to suddenly agree to change the overall uh, rules for who gets to play for the title um, and screw yourself in the process. So I think that's worth paying attention to. Uh, Eddie Garcia, what would you do? Would you change the rules? If I'm the Big Ten, I'm doing anything I can to make sure that Ohio State gets into the uh, Final Four there. But my dream scenario personally would be that they that they did that and then somehow the playoff committee shut them out 
uh, because I hate to see the Big Ten rewarded, even though I, I'm with Dub, I agree Ohio State's probably one of the top four teams in the country. I would love to see the Big Ten get uh, punished for not starting their season on time when they should have. Well, that, and also it would be interesting. Imagine if Ohio State got beaten by Michigan State or they lost to whoever they reconfigured the schedule for and it killed all their playoff hopes anyway. That would be pretty wild to see after all these machinations they're trying to make happen behind the scenes. All right, when we come back, Steelers get the win. Are they the best in the NFL? We'll discuss all that more. Plus, I think we have some Animal Thunderdome time for you. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at- 